0: Welcome to Lorehammer, a beginner's guide to 40k, episode 2, The War in Heaven.
1: second episode and today our main topic is going to be the war in heaven pretty much like the first recorded history in the galaxy
2: yeah and that seems like the best place to start um it doesn't affect a lot in 40k
1: but it does affect a couple of uh the main races uh before we get started on that uh there are a couple questions from people actually what happened was uh I kind of put it out on my Facebook, asking if anyone had any questions, got some uh, fun stuff back. But the uh, question I want to answer today is, someone asked me, uh, what is Warhammer? Great question. Um, <clears throat> Warhammer is really just a mixture of two words. You take the word war, then you take the word hammer, and you, you just put them together, and then you get Warhammer. Seems pretty straightforward. Whoever asked that must not yeah, know the, uh, the I don't English language very it, well. It, it was confusing why they were asking in the first place, really. Did they ask, uh, what is
2: Warhammer, or what is a Warhammer? <laughs> Uh-oh, very, very I dead. don't even know now, the semantics escape me.
1: It's... Because there's a distinct difference. The, I suppose there is. You know what, it was even capitalized, I might even be answering this wrong, but I'm sticking to it. Okay. Uh, another question I got was, uh, from a player, actually, and a friend of ours says, Why do Tyranids suck, or is it just the players? And then uh, he even linked to our resident Tyranid player. And uh, so it's a great question, really. Um, (laughs) Arguably, Tyranids are the biggest threat right now in the galaxy. Uh,
2: Well, Well, next to, you know, Primaris Marines and the way they destroy, you
1: know, lore. Okay, but that's your mm -hmm, dirty opinion. (laughs) so tyranids being the biggest threat um would actually make them the most it it should translate to the strongest army on tabletop obviously games workshop balances stuff out so it wouldn't but if for some reason you have uh, a tyranid player that you're consistently beating um, i would say one of two things either a they did not make any sacrifices to the dice gods Mm -hmm. or b uh they have absolutely no tactical ability and should probably stop playing the hobby. And if it's,
2: you know, the same as our group, all Tyranids player, it's probably the second one.
1: Right. Most likely your Tyranid player has no ability to and play. And they just, it. like,
2: run around yelling, kick 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 kick. It's usually how that works.
1: Yeah. So I have a couple more, but we'll probably go over uh, them next week. Uh, so that is our update there. Uh, from our last podcast that we did, called The Warp, there are two things we want to make changes to or updates as we were listening to it. So Mark, I'll let you take the first one on that. Uh, The first one was uh, just to clarify blanks. Um,
2: We kept calling them blanks or nulls or whatever. Um, There's actually kind of two types. There's blanks and pariahs. Um, When I was talking, I was talking more about pariahs as opposed to blanks. So blanks are um, psychic powers, do not affect them. And, like, people kind of feel, like, a little awkward around them, but it's nothing crazy. Where a pariah, like, psychic powers don't affect them. And, like, an area around them, psychic powers do not have an effect. And people just hate them. And they kind of steal, like, life energy from uh, psychic beings. Yeah. So, when I was talking, I was talking more about pariahs and not blanks. But, yeah, it's I didn't know there was, like, the two different uh,
1: categories. I thought it was kind of all lumped into one. Mm-hmm. yeah it turns out there's uh, the the gene within it and if it's the recessive gene it's a, bl- a blank at which point you just absorb the power something inquisitors use commonly as shields and then if it's an active gene then it becomes the pariah at which point people really hate you because you're like you' you're literally feeding off everyone's life force around you yeah because everyone has the connection to the warp right yeah so. Uh, The second thing we wanted to talk about is, um, we discussed metal in demons, and I believe I said they use demonic metal to put them in demons, which is eh, wrong. (laughs) Um, The primary function of putting metal in demons is actually to anchor them to the materium more firmly. Yeah, because
2: they're creatures of energy and they need to spend their energy to stay in the material world where if they have metal then they're anchored and uh you have to then destroy the metal to
1: fully get rid of it. Right exactly they latch onto it. Yeah. Um so yeah. Pretty cool one is the soul grinder which I always thought was sweet. It's like a little spider well not little it's massive but it's it's like it's a spider and then there's just a massive demon torso on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah like the whole bottom is mechanical and just made of metal, and then the top is just fused, a a fused demon, so. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, that's that. I'm ready to get started on the main topic? Yeah. Okay, today, the war in heaven. Uh, Mark, why don't you take it away? Okay, so, um, it all starts off
2: with, uh, the first, uh, planetary no what Space- is spacefaring spacefaring that's the word yeah. yeah spacefaring race called the old ones and uh they're kind of like described as like reptilian like and uh yeah they're quoted as having a cold-blooded wisdom yeah and yeah and they are reptilian like pretty sure they are
0: reptiles are cold-blooded
2: yeah right yeah, yeah. they also run earth and everything that we do here <laughs> the reptilians. The reptilians are here. <laughs> they're
1: watching us. Yeah. <laughs> is, Ob-
0: is Obama a
2: reptilian?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, de- probably. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw his the birth certificate. certificate. Yeah, I watched some pretty convincing <laughs> YouTube clips,
0: for sure.
2: Yeah, so those are the old ones. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they're kind of where we start off. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the first spacefaring race, and they spread aco- across the galaxy, and they had really good understanding of the warp
1: yeah and this and, is back before the warp was all crazy and in turmoil it was yeah it was like a it's still it's energy yeah. but it's smooth
2: yeah um i think the date that they give um is 60 million years before yes, yes 40k 40k
1: so we're we're talking a long time ago yeah um, it actually 60 million is uh the destruction so it, we were talking even before this because oh, the war yeah, in heaven lasts forever.
2: Yeah, yeah, That that's just when the... Yeah,
1: you're right. So, so
2: it, it was even before yeah. that, and uh, I don't think they give a time frame, but... It's
1: too old, really. Exactly. The only people who existed at that point were the Old Ones and the Necron, really, that are alive today, at that point, that that we know of. So you have the Old Ones, um, who are this race that's spacefaring. they have good technology, and they have a good understanding of the warp. Yeah. So really long-lived, really powerful. And then now we enter the Necronter. And the Necronter um, were actually um, much, or even more technological advanced than the old ones, but they had no understanding of the warp. Yeah. Which puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, they lived uh, in a star system where their sun... Constantly just destroyed their bodies. Um, they were very short lived. They were more focused on surviving than exploring. Day um, every day was just a constant struggle for the neck Yeah.
0: Was there like a, an average lifespan for for them?
1: It not that I read, mm-hmm. um, but it does say that they couldn't focus on other exploits mm-hmm. because all they were trying to do was yeah, yeah. live. They're pretty stunted in their, right. in their yeah. like technological growth and whatnot. well no, technologically they actually were very advanced. Oh but they couldn't get past the fact that their sun was just destroying their oh, okay. bodies. Okay. Yeah. It's like no matter how much radiation you have, like you'll always you can't reach past it. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the, the Necron are ruled by a, the Necron Tur, sorry, have a bunch of different dynasties and they're all fighting each other uh, in the wars of secession. And they're fighting a- across their star system because they-, they hadn't left yet. And then uh, the leaders, the Triarch, I think his name was Sat. Sa- it's either Sarzek or Sazrek? I should open the page. That, That's... But it's the king. It's the leader of, like, the Triarch. Yeah. Um, he gets together with the Triarch, which are the political rulers of the Necronter. And they determine that what we need is a way to unify the race. And so get everybody back on track. Yeah, instead of fighting each other, like let's focus our efforts somewhere else to in, like kind of just ignore the fact that we're all dying and everything is death and decay. No better way to focus your efforts and really bond as
2: a race than to commit <laughs> genocide. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. I find most of my closest friends I have committed genocide with Yeah. With, and Those are the lasting those friendships. Those are the lasting friendships, <laughs> yeah. you
1: know uh it was cesaric who's the triarch leader of the triarch okay cesaric so uh what they do is previously when the old ones had gone through their star system they had petitioned the old ones look you guys super smart you're immortal yeah long live were they immortal you think or just like long lived I think the Necronteur assumed
2: immortality. Yeah, because
1: it's, it's like if an ant looked at us. Like, right, we're immortal. Yeah,
2: Well, they live more than a
1: day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So the Tur petitioned the Old Ones for this... I don't know the ability to live long. The secrets, the secrets of long life. Just a life.
2: better health care
1: plan. Right? Yeah. They just That's all they wanted. They just Give wanted us to, some damn insurance. Yeah, they
2: just wanted to get on the same health care plan, but the old yeah. ones denied them for
1: for whatever reason too.
2: It doesn't really say. Well, because then their premium would go up because they're all healthy and fit.
1: They don't ah. want their premium. This is a brand new light. I'm looking at this. <laughs> this belongs in our theory. Why did the old ones deny them? <laughs>
2: I'm telling you why. They don't want their premiums to go up by letting a bunch of you know, filthy, diseased, ridden exactly. people.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the Old Ones deny the Necronter. Yeah. So this is kind of stewing in the runters' minds the whole time. Yeah, and they, they like you said, they met them even
2: before the yeah. Wars of Secession. Yeah. So, yeah, it was stewing. So then... Oh, yeah, they're jealous.
1: Oh, extremely. Yeah. So then they're like, what better foe to turn yeah. our attention to, to these guys? Yeah. Uh, so they decide, they decide, we're going to go to war with the Old Ones. Yeah. Which is laughable. Yeah. So the, the Necron had greater tech, but they had no warp capability. So the old ones at this point, they had access to the warp and webways. Yeah. So you can go in the warp and travel, right? Because it bends space and time. Yeah. But then there's the webway, which is a stroll in the park. So they were able to step, it says, and enter at one point in the galaxy and do a step and come out another side. Yeah. So it just shows how much they knew and understood about the warp itself. Yeah. So the webway is a huge, big thing, even in 40K. Yeah. Um, Oh, it just stretches all the way back in time.
2: So we'll touch briefly on it now, and we'll keep expanding on it as we progress. But think of the webway as if you got... um, We'll go back to our analogy of the warp and how it's like a sea, a swirling mass of energy. And then you have two islands in the sea... So you could go across the ocean, like in a boat or Right, whatever. and then you're
1: carried by the currents, yeah. and you're
2: kind of at the mercy of the, the sea. Yeah, but uh, the webway is more like a tunnel that goes from one land point to the other point, and it goes like in the water. So think like a glass tunnel that goes through the water from one island to another. So you're, you're in the warp, but you're untouched. You're, you're untouched. It's safe. You can see the swirling mass of energy all around you.
1: But you're safe from it. Yeah. So they they were in the warp, and then they created these web waves, which just, it really cemented their dominance. Yeah. Because no one was close to their tank. Yeah. But, so the interesting thing about
2: that, though, is, um, I wonder why they would have made it. Because way back then, like, the chaos gods weren't a thing. No, no one, yeah. It like, was... I, I guess swirling energy <gasps> is still, still dangerous. Yes. It's not... Uh, out to get you, but like, it's not
1: malicious, but it is unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I do, I do believe I read that, uh, the webway actually increases the speed at which you can travel because it does say that when they created the webways, then they were able to step from point to point in the galaxy. So, because when you're in the warp, you need protection. Yeah. Right. And so, well, it's
2: like swimming, you can only swim so fast. But if you're running, you can run faster than you can right. swim. Yeah. If we we'll go back to that silly analogy. <laughs> it's,
1: it's so difficult to explain it any other way. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at the Necrunter. Uh, they are the ones who start the war in heaven. And this war in heaven lasts for thousands, thousands, aeons, it says, really. Yeah. Very, 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 very long time. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because the Negron tour do not have long lives. Yeah. So, yeah. how does are that they, happen? Are they just really good at reproducing or something, maybe? There were there were a good number of them. Yeah. Um, but I would just say, like, just because of how long it lasted. And anytime there's conflict, there's an arms race, mm-hmm. right? So, there's always going to be technological bursts. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, maybe yeah. their quality of life increased a little bit. Really, as soon as they, like, were willing to leave their own star, they should have seen some improvement
0: in their quality of life. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, isn't there a planet on another star somewhere?
2: Right. Hmm. But at that point, it's like their DNA has already been so degraded by, like, the radiation radiation, that, like, even leaving it, like,
1: you're already screwed. Yeah. And then the whole, the whole purpose of the war was to unify them. So they couldn't be like, ah, our lives are better, let's stop the war. They're like, no, we have to keep going to keep our people together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like an existential threat usually is like a unifying force, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
1: Something it, you, can, you can't even begin to fight. Yeah, yeah. It unless bonds everyone, you together. Yeah, unless yeah. everyone works together. Yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, the Necron Tur, fighting these guys. Okay. <clears throat> the old ones beat them soundlessly yeah like this is this is really quick so this happens very shortly after they declare the war on heaven they, yeah. they go they're a I th- thorn I thought you said it lasted it, does, it, it does. does there's oh, kind okay. of a couple parts to the this war is, on heaven this is the oh, first okay. part of the war okay I yeah. okay, gotcha so they declare the war on heaven they say hi we want to fight you guys <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> and the old ones just smack them down hey guys you want to have a fight <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fight you <laughs> they'll take off their shirts yeah yeah fold them up uh, playground uh, at 3 o'clock yeah uh, so the old ones just smack them down
2: Yeah. And that has to do a lot with their, their warp abilities yeah. and also the webway because the speed of the webway, the Necronteur, could not match. So, yeah. you know, they can launch invasions on planets and fully take it over before any reinforcements can arrive.
0: Yeah. Like, Makes sense. I guess it would be like uh, like back in the day one one army would be trying to transport their stuff on horses while another had a train or something. Right, like that. exactly. Yeah. That's,
1: it. really, it's even closer, like, the analogy would be on foot versus, yeah, yeah. like, a plane. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, the yeah. webway and the warp, like, to be able to cross at faster-than-light travel, yeah. like, you can't be touched. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So And, uh, I don't know if we talked about last episode, I
2: don't think we really got into how, um races can use the warp um, not just for travel but also as a weapon. I don't recall us talking about that. Um but, maybe not, yeah. Like so there's things called psychers and basically they're able to suck energy from the warp and like cast lightning bolts or Yeah it manifests full, Yeah. Able to manifest that energy into being able to use it as a weapon which has has no defense against. Like unless you yourself are a psyker. And have warp ability you can't defend against it where if the old ones were just using basic guns you know the necron could make better armor yeah because their technology was better exactly but when you introduce the warp and you're casting ethereal lightning bolts and flame and like projecting yourself places and doing all that kind of stuff think typical magic systems like you can't defend against it so that definitely helped the two factors were the speed of the webway that gave them and also their warp mastery their warp yeah their their magic yeah yeah yeah. so yeah we were saying warp mastery but we never really like
1: yes i don't think we ever touched on it i don't think we did yeah
2: so keep keep that in mind like uh the warp can be used as a weapon as well as travel
1: yeah so the necrunter rise up they get pushed aside and they get pushed all the way back to their own star system and then they're just a minor annoyance yeah like, the old ones are like, you're not even worthy of our attention anymore. Yeah. So then the old and- ones go on to seed the galaxy, which we'll get to in a second. But the Necron Turret at this point, they not really gave up, but they're more looking at different avenues. and. Yeah, they
2: realize they can't win in a
1: straight-on conflict. They need to change their
2: tactic. Yeah. So they're they're looking at building weapons. And, and at this point, the- it's gone before Uh, from just like oh, you wouldn't share your health benefits with us, too. Just, we hate you. Like, they, the Necron were all across the galaxy,
1: and then they're pushed back to one planet. So, at this point, it, it's it's a huge yeah. grudge. Like Oh, yeah, it's no longer, like, this is, like, necessary to unify our people. It's, like, we have, like, an unreasonable rage against you yeah. guys. like, even though we started it. Yeah, yeah. They're still... We're, s- we're the correct
2: people. <laughs> yeah, so they're willing to do anything anything to get back at them they're trying to find any way to uh
1: to kill the old ones yeah really to to because now they want to purge yeah it's now,
2: it's yeah it's not even like they're trying to enslave them or they are just... trying
1: to commit genocide oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so they are doing some research on their son when they notice a being that is sucking the life out of the sun the energy off of the sun Mm-hmm. Uh, for somehow they're able to communicate with this, who which they call a satan. Yeah. Which is translated to star god. Yeah. So they, for and it's pretty unclear on this, but they make communication with it. Yeah. And then they make a body out of living metal. Yeah. And convince it to manifest its soul, spirit, like because it doesn't. Okay, there's a weird thing about satan, something I never quite understood, which might you maybe have an answer, Mark. Okay. But they don't exist in the warp no because they were masters of the material universe yeah so uh but they also don't exist in our realm because the Um, only way for them to manifest was to enter the material body of the living metal
2: okay so um i know what you're saying but just because like you don't have a physical form doesn't mean you're like a warp creature no it's like, most definitely not a warp creature so i thought that the satan were like yeah described as like just kind of energy like like uh but they had intent i don't know maybe we'll it, i'll to do some re- yeah we'll, we'll research. come back on that i i have it on the tip of my tongue but i can't find hmm. the words to describe it i'll keep yeah. thinking about it
1: but they are um they're feeding off of the energy of the sun yeah and then the tur convinced them to enter these living bodies. And then all of a sudden, the tur have a weapon that is master of this realm. Yeah. So the, the old ones can pull energy from the warp and from like the shadow of this realm, like the mirror of this realm. But the Satan were able to manipulate reality itself.
0: Yeah. I was just reading here, uh is it maybe you'll get to this, but is it true that the Satan predate the old ones?
2: Yeah, cuz there there could potentially be a lot of things that predate the old ones. It's yeah. just the old ones were the first spacefaring race. Okay. They weren't
1: the first race. They were just Yeah, the first we don't there's we don't know yeah. who, like, like who the first, first race, race was. Race, yeah. yeah, we have yeah. no idea. Yeah. 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 Right? So, but the old ones were the first one that traveled from planet to planet so yeah. then you become like well, extraterrestrial race. right yeah. you become exactly. a galactic player so
2: yeah it's it's quite possible that yeah the satan could be the oldest one so yeah or
1: especially because there's no there's no culture there's no it's really there's just, no dying for them no, like it's really just you find a star you le- latch onto it and you just suck its energy. Uh, yeah and you got and you millions just, and millions of years of energy and then you just go to the next right star. and then you just go to another star and feed mm-hmm. off of it yeah
2: tell well, the star guys yeah yeah. And like I, I it, don't think like they're rude. uh like killing the star. Like they're not I don't think they're oh, okay. sucking enough energy where it's like you know They're just living off the star. Exactly. Yeah. Um think like, like star,
0: stars die anyway, like it, they burn out. Yeah,
2: they do eventually, but I don't think the satan are adding to the death of okay. the star.
1: So um
2: you just said Death Star, Star Wars reference. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's make a Superman yeah. reference now. So think of... Uh,
1: All right, so Superman S- just absorbs the radiation of the sun.
2: Exactly. He's not killing the sun when he does it. Yeah. He's just absorbing it.
1: Uh, so after they have the Satan, the war completely changes. Yeah. Like, now the Tur have a weapon that the Old Ones can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 it's really, it's like finding the Holy Grail. Yeah. You're, you are now the best. So.
0: It's like when the Germans started taking methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> Coke warriors!
2: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if that's a fair analogy. <laughs> I, I'm going to take it anyway, so.
1: <laughs> so, the, with the help of the Satan the Tur are able to push back the old ones. Now, yeah. this takes a long time. And yeah. in the course of this is the seeding of the, the universe.
2: Yeah, Um. just before we go to that part. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about living metal. Oh, sure. So living metal, it sounds a lot like what it is. It's metal that is kind of like alive. Like it can take shape and like, regrow itself and uh stuff like that so the satan and living metal do we think that like they uh the necron tear made a body for them and then that was their body or do you think they're able to like shift their body and like
1: no it, it can most definitely shift yeah yeah so uh... they can take like any form and Yes. Now, I, I do think, like, it fits to them, so, because uh, the living metal is first uh, put on the Necron ships, the Necron yeah. ships. Yeah. Um, but this metal can shape itself and regenerate and heal itself. It, the way, like, I more picture it is, like, metal with nanomachines in it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Right, um, like, little, little, tiny, tiny robots. Okay. That, uh, like... Can like meld the metal back together, so okay, yeah, D- like I would hundred percent assume that they can choose what shape it takes. Yeah. Now I also think that satan are very arrogant and egotistical, and that like I I get where you're. I think I go. I know where you're going with this, and that a satan could be among us and would be really ah. well, <laughs> But I really don't think a satan would ever feel the need to, cause to like try to, we are the ant. Yeah. Yeah. To the satan. Yeah. Why would we ever try to fit in with an ant? Yeah. When we're a God. You ever heard of Ant man? (laughs) Wait,
2: (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) another question that maybe I missed this, but what was there? Like, why did the Necron want to go to war with the old ones? Was there like
2: some provocation? So they were having their like, uh, the necron tier were already like uh, a galaxy spanning civilization yeah and they started fighting amongst themselves trying to like divvy out little empires okay so they yeah so they want to band together so they could you know advance their tech or whatever yeah. So that's why they went against the old ones is to try to band together.
1: Yeah, it it was really like the 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 leaders, the triarch, really were just like we need a unifying enemy. Oh, so yeah. they picked the old so, ones.
2: So so because otherwise their whole everything <laughs> that they've built would just so would just... so
0: what what would that they would they probably have to put out like all this propaganda
1: like the oh, 100%. Old, old ones are like
0: are like these the big evil that we have to kill yeah and, like, and it yeah.
1: and it wasn't difficult for them to do that because the old ones denied them. Their secret to long life.
2: Yeah, oh, I, th- okay. I think
1: I think you walked out of the room when we were talking Maybe about I was, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Because they they met the old ones like back when uh, the Necron were still on their home planet. Right. And then uh, they tried to like get the secret to a longer life because they're all dying. And okay, disease. okay. And then the the old ones wouldn't let them yeah, have yeah. it, so
1: so it wasn't difficult. An act of war. Yeah, it exactly. wasn't difficult yeah. to yeah. convince.
2: So them. then, when the Necron are powerful enough to like actually do something
1: about it. Then, then it's yeah. like, let's yeah. get that life. Yeah. So now we have these living metal star gods leading this Necrunter of highly advanced people. And yeah. the warp does not affect the Satan. Yeah. So now the greatest weapon and advantage that the Old Ones have is nullified.
2: Yeah.
1: Um... I don't know if they ever give a number of how many Satan there are, but, like, I'm sure there's tons and tons out there. And I also believe that as soon as, like, the first one came over, like, he told them about the others. Yeah. And then when they found them, they would make bodies for them. Yeah, so
2: it's not like they just had one Satan and then on their, their own star, and then that one guy won the entire war. Like, they could have had millions of Satan. Yeah. Over the span of an entire
1: galaxy, Exactly. Right? Yeah. So... All right, so then uh, when the Satan joined the Necron Tur, they're able to push the old ones back all the way to the Webway portals. Yeah. Like the same way that the old ones pushed back the Necron Tur previously, now the Satan and the Necron Tur are going. They're purging the galaxy, really.
2: And they pretty much did.
1: Yeah, they pretty they're... much do. And this is where the seeding of the galaxy comes into play. The old ones
2: are like, oh crap, we, we need to. Do something about this. So they decide to uh go to a bunch of planets and seed life
1: forms on it that can help them. And uh yeah, a couple of the more uh well known are going to be the the Eldar and the cork Yep. But there's also the Rashan and the Knib. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Dropcos. Oh yeah, the Jokeros. Jo- the Chocobos? <laughs> J- Jokeros? I don't even know how to pronounce space
2: it. Space orangutans. Yeah, the space <laughs>
1: apes. Yeah. And uh,
2: yeah, so... The, the whole point of it was... To make a bunch of allies, basically,
1: to Allies help them. that are extremely warp sensitive.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Because that like that's what they know. The old ones know the warp, so they're like, we need more people who are able to use the warp yeah. and are more powerful, so let's create these beings to help us fight them.
2: Yeah. So think about how long this uh the war in heaven must have been. Because it's not like the the way Games Workshop words that it's not like they made a bunch of these guys in a lab oh oh yeah they didn't just magically create them out of thin air they seeded planets exactly Mm -hmm. so the old ones could have been in the warp for like millions millions of years right the necron are basically running the galaxy and then you know planets here and there are starting to seed life and you know so the war in heaven really does go But could couldn't they could they not like speed up that evolutionary process. It, I
1: don't think they bothered. Oh. Like
2: I don't think the old ones were a very
1: numerous race. Mm-hmm. Probably not. And plus like, like
2: they're in the web way, they're safe, like Yeah, they, they felt no need they, to They're presumably immortal, so time's not an issue for them. Yeah.
1: So Unless they get killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. all of a sudden the satan comes. Yeah. <laughs> So, at this point, they've seeded the galaxy. These races start to um, grow, thrive, advance, uh, however you want to say it. The Eldar are probably the ones that the, the, ne- the old ones put under their wing.
2: Yeah, they oh, okay. were
1: definitely the most psychically sensitive and the Eldar were seeded by yeah. the old ones. Right? Oh, yeah, I would say most of the races in the like galaxy. Like humans or 2, right?
0: But it's that's quite, an interesting thought. Yeah, I'm and glad you brought that up. Yeah, okay.
1: That's a very interesting thought. And I was doing some reading, and let's put that in the, our... When we talk about the young, the young races. Okay, yeah. At the very end. So we're okay, going to talk sure. about a bunch of the other young races at the end. And it's a good one, though. Yeah. So, the... Old ones create the Eldar, and the Eldar are so perfect, su- well-suited to their needs. Yeah. Because they're such a psychically connected race. Yeah. They take them under the ring, ra- they show them the warp, they show them <coughs> the webways, web ways. and so now the Eldar have the use of the webways yeah. in helping the fight. But all these young races, the Joker Ro, the Rashan, the K'nib, now they have all these races that can rise up and help them fight yeah. the Necronter. Yeah. Yeah uh in that the it's kind of like i'm pretty sure it reaches a stalemate at this point not or maybe not a stalemate but the old ones start to win again because they yeah. have all these races yeah but they're but the necron tour are not pushed back to the same level. no 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 it, it's yeah i'd say it's more of a stalemate yeah. where but it's more of they were so used to winning yeah and now all of a sudden this new threat comes out because they were purging the galaxy yeah and so now they're so used to winning this new threat comes out they get worried Yeah. And all of a sudden, the deceiver, who is one of the Satan, he goes to Czaric and he says, look. (laughs) You can trust me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not like my name's the deceiver or anything. (laughs) But he says, we can make you immortal. We can make it so your bodies can last forever. Which is what the
2: necron tear wanted from the very yeah, beginning that was
1: what they wanted they wanted yeah. the like they were so desperate to live past what they were yeah so cesaric and the triarch like they're so quick to accept there, there's no like crazy contracts or anything yeah they're like oh my gosh give us this and this is where the downfall really everything starts to go south after yeah this point yeah so the deceiver and all the other satan get together, and they start what's called the transference.
2: Which is... Did you ever read, like, what how it actually happens? No, I didn't. So, from what I heard or read, I forget what happened, but um, there's basically, like, these giant furnaces, and they
1: would just start pushing people into the furnaces. What? Yeah, yeah. So, and the satan would, or, like, the... Just... I like, guess, like, when, when the king sits down in order, the army listens, Exactly. Right? Yep, yeah, so... Entire planets are
2: pushed into these furnaces. And what would end up happening is... um, Like a giant furnace. Yeah. 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 And what would end up happening is the deceiver, um, when the people died, would start to eat their souls. uh, Start to eat the
1: Necron Tears' souls. Because remember, every single living thing has a connection to the warp. Right. Yeah. And that would be your soul.
2: Yeah. And he decided... That's good. That is better than eating from a star. So they mm. keep pushing more and more Necronter into these furnaces. And then, you know, other other Satans start to hear about it. And they start to do the same. And they start to turn the entire race of Necronter into these soulless metal bodies.
0: Because
2: mm. they just eat the soul. And here's your metal body. And they're basically a robot now. Yeah. Um, now uh, there is
1: the... Yeah.
2: Go for there, it. There, there are though, like, like the common civilians. They, their soul is gone. They're pushed in the furnace. They're, they're basically a thoughtless
1: robot now.
2: But.
0: Oh, so it doesn't actually destroy their physical bodies. No. This, this furnace.
1: Yeah. It. It It, it does though. It, like yeah, my my understanding is more that uh, the consciousness. Yeah is transferred from the living body yep. into the living metal. Because yeah. now this living metal is what their bodies are made of. Oh, so the okay. same bodies that the Satan have, now all these tur are getting. Yeah. But in the process of their consciousness traveling, like the death of their physical body and then transferring into this robot body, like in that process is when the... Um, because it's not really life that they have anymore. So when life ends, yeah. right, that's when the Satan... <laughs> gets the soul yeah right okay. so so they are there's their bodies are gone their yeah souls are gone but their consciousness is left yeah. right okay and then they have varying levels of yeah like
2: if you were like a political so they
1: kind of get a new body yes yeah, yeah. Oh, a, yeah.
2: a living metal body okay. yeah gotcha yeah so and like political reading lever
1: reading. sorry uh, it does say that these bodies the bodies that they gave the satan could expand and change at will
2: oh nice okay so yes. they
1: can definitely make any changes they want hmm.
2: okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, political leaders they they were still like fully aware of what happened. Um, the warrior cast were semi aware. They would yeah. give in some
1: thought. You need your army to be able to make snap decisions, it, exactly, and, and tactical reasoning.
2: Yeah, and to be able to learn from enemies
1: and whatever. Yeah.
2: Where the common citizen, boom, nothing. They're just, just soulless yeah, robots. Just
1: warriors. Just like just turned into shooting machines and yeah yeah, but it. It is interesting that Cesaric, uh, mm-hmm. like, it's the deceiver who proposed this to everyone. Yeah. And, you know, true to his name, he didn't explain fully what was going to happen. And the, the Necronteur was so blinded by their desire to achieve immortality that they accepted.
2: They went willingly.
1: Yeah, it was definitely, definitely willingly. Yeah. yeah so then, now, now we have this race of... Superior technology. Yep, the Satan, who are masters of the material universe, and the warp doesn't work on them, and whose bodies are able to repair themselves, and now you have the Necron, which is what the Necron tur become okay. when they That's a change of name exactly. They exchange yeah. their living bodies for the living metal. They become yeah, they are the no longer what they once were. Yeah, no. So they're completely different. So I want to look up what the Necron shirt look like.
2: I don't, do they have a picture of them? Of what? The Necron No. But no. they were assumed, How do you spell
1: it? Uh it's Necron and then T Y R. Yeah. Necron Necrontyr. Necron Necron Yeah. So then this is this is really signaling the end of the war in Heaven. Yeah. Um. So at this point, the the Necron and the Satan have enough firepower. To completely destroy the Old Ones. Yeah. They they really just search the entire galaxy for any little pockets of Old One culture or civilization, and they annihilate it. They wipe it out. Yeah. And it is after that, after the Old Ones were destroyed, that uh, Cesaric, who is like the leader of the... He was the leader of the Necrunter, and he's the one who made the deal with the Deceiver. Yeah. Like And almost as soon as he did that... He realizes oh. what a terrible oh, mistake he made. He yeah. really just enslaved his entire race. Yeah. Which is To like these how star could beings you- that just feed off their souls. Yeah. So it, it's devastating. Yeah. So now he realizes, I made a terrible mistake. Yeah. Like I need to reverse this. But he bides his time. So he, be, uh, he waits until all the old ones are destroyed by, with the help of the Satan and his warriors. Because he still wanted. Yeah, he's, he still wants his revenge on them yeah and then he leads his revolt yeah okay so he leads his revolt where they turn uh energy blasts on because remember they had superior technology yeah the neck they were always really smart like really great technology so they shoot the satan with this and with this their, their weapons yeah.
2: well because they they made the living bodies yes yeah, so, for the satan right. so they know
1: how it works yeah they um, they, understood, they were the ones that created it, so if you can create it... You, you can destroy, destroy it. it, yeah. Which, um, you can destroy the body, but you can't destroy a Satan.
2: Yeah, because then they just go back to their energy form.
1: Right. right. So what happens is their, their bodies explode into shards. Yeah. And now there are these shards of Satan, which are really just massive batteries... Yeah, because they're just full of energy. Yeah, that the satan or that the necron understand how to manipulate. Yeah, and how to uh, use. Yeah. So now there's little pockets and shards of satan everywhere, and there are uh, at this point at that point in time, there were four satan left.
2: Yeah, so I wonder like they killed some and they couldn't kill
1: others. I wonder what their. I I more just think that, like, some escaped. Or somewhere unavailable, like the Void Dragon. Yeah. Because like, that one's been on Mars forever. Oh, gosh. Right? So Not really, but oh, gosh. Oh, come on. Not forever. How long has the Emperor been alive? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so there there are still some Satan out there. Yeah. Um, but most, most of the ones that are active, they were sharded. Yeah. And then the shards are spread throughout the Necron race. Yeah. So at this point the young races which are all the ones that the old ones had seeded have so much psychic impact on the warp that it no longer is smooth and untroubled yeah so they're they're fighting with psychic energy they're drawing from it this war is feeding energy into the warp all these this death and decay yeah. And things are changing in the warp. The warp is becoming turbulent. Yeah, exactly. This is this is re- where it really starts to get nuts and where you can no longer safely travel in it. Yeah. So the webways are becoming the only point of access for, for the warp. Yeah. Uh, and the LR are becoming very powerful. Yeah. Like super, super powerful. Yeah, because
2: they're the only ones who can get around, basically. Yeah. Because
1: uh, they got the webways. They got those safe passages through the warp. Yeah. And and it's, it's at this point that Caesaric, the silent king, leader of the Necron, um, after the revolt, after the destruction of the old ones, yep. and when he sees how powerful the Eldar have become, he sends every single Necron to sleep. Yeah. Because once again there's nothing that they can do. So Yeah, they they he doesn't feel like they can win against a battle with the Eldar.
2: Yeah, and and especially after the war on the satan and the old ones right they're like they're severely depleted depleted they they've had their fill of war they've had for now. aeons of war yeah yeah <laughs> like they're done which with their their short lifespans too it's like oh it would have been crazy like that yeah that's even crazier to think about like we've been at war for a million generations yeah you know, exactly like,
1: yeah. And all of a sudden he's done
2: he's and, had enough and
1: he's also super bummed out for the decision he made. Yeah. Which is, like, his fault. <laughs> so he sends everyone to sleep. He destroys the codes that allowed him to... Um, control. Control everyone, yes. Because he was, like, the leader. So he was able to control all the other Necron. So he destroys those command codes. So now they no one has access to them. And then he leaves. Yeah. And that's where we're going to end this part? Um... This is so the end. other
2: thing is um he puts them all to sleep and they build like these giant uh tomb worlds, tomb worlds like under the earth and he buries them up and they build yeah. stasis Think, like
1: massive crypts yeah and like f- like sweet like temples underground yeah just, just like millions of necrons sleeping little machines chittering around taking care of like basic functions yeah and, and they're just temple. held in stasis yeah. for I don't know if... If This uh, is 60 million years. Yeah, so... he tells them to go to sleep for 60 million
2: years. Does he actually tell them? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, by then the Eldar will die out. We can come back and reclaim the galaxy.
1: Yeah. We we can kind of try and forget what happened. We can start fresh. (laughs) Yeah. Except, so he's the only one who doesn't go to sleep. Uh,
2: No, no, not true. Uh, They also have... uh, What do they call it? You have a kill team of them. The Praetorians? Um, yeah, pretty sure they're Praetorians. They have a couple like elite warrior cast that that are still awake, and they go just around the the galaxy just to different tomb worlds and like check on them.
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Sorry, but I meant like okay, yeah. Yes, hundred percent. There are still some Necron that are alive. But the vast, vast the b- army is sleeping. Yeah, the, and the civilians yeah. like yeah. Everyone, everyone's sleeping. Uh, yeah, obviously they're they're and some get woken up too. But yeah. that's like at that point when he sends everyone to sleep, he leaves the galaxy yeah. to enter the void because he feels wretched about what he's done. Yeah. Okay, and then that's where we'll end it. He comes back, but we'll end it here.
2: Yeah. yeah. Unless uh, any questions?
1: Nope. Cool. Seems pretty simple. I I, lo- I love the war in heaven. It's yeah. So no. It's cool. it's definitely pretty neat. Like. Yeah, the Necron are like. One of the coolest ideas, I think, especially like it's really bad, but I love it when they're slaves to the Satan. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like they have no choice, and all they're doing, and, and so when it's they're just doing, killing things yeah, to feed them. Exactly. So when they're doing the Purge of the Galaxy, when the the Satan really take over and they're doing the Purge, like, they're at this point the Satan are going out of their way to destroy life. Yeah. Because the, the Deceiver learned that souls are way better they're tasty. Than sun <laughs> So they're now going and trying to destroy all life and take all the souls. Yeah. And so it's just like it, it's a killing field. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so cool to me. For sure. All right. So to finish off this episode, uh, let's talk about a couple of the races that the old ones seeded. And the title of this
2: segment would be
1: the Old One Seed. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any old ones seed near me, thank you very much. It's going to happen no. one way or the other. <laughs> <I don't>, why? <laughs> At one point in life, nah, it's no. okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so the seeding happened during the war in heaven. Yeah. And it takes thousands and thousands, millions of years, really, for things to to grow and to evolve. Yeah. Um, the more famous being the Eldar. Yeah. And I, I, like, we're not going to go too deep into the Eldar today because there's a lot of history with them. There is, and,
2: like, at this point, they wouldn't have all that crazy history.
1: No, it would really just be, they grew and they grew in uh, number, psychic potential, and tech, but it's all handed down from the old
2: ones. But, like, yeah, I'm sure lots of their culture even would be, like, old one culture at at this point in time.
1: When the old ones, like, they really like the Eldar, so they really take them under their wing. Yeah. Because right, they're, they're even showing them the secrets of the webways. And yeah. they, they show them how to build them and how to maintain them. Yeah. So the Eldar we'll go into at a later date. But that is definitely the most well-known of the young races that the old ones seeded. Yeah. Uh, another one would be the Knib, which really nothing is said other than they're described as festering. And they have <laughs> and they have ten limbs. Really, there's, there's, nothing, there's a couple like points of contact in history um, so they're still out there. They still exist. All right. Okay, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah, no, the Imperial forces have fought them. Okay. Yeah, and they exist, but other than that, they don't really contribute. They're not on the galactic level that the Eldar are.
2: Okay. Wow, they're
1: festering. Yeah, they fester. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a weird, <laughs> a festering race <laughs> with ten limbs. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect Nurgle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, another one, uh, Mark, Rashawn?
2: and all that says on them is just that they were created by the old ones to fight the nekronteer what they looked like what their tech level was all that is
1: not even debatable there's just yeah, there's there's nothing, nothing hey, there so that means they didn't even have like during the war in heaven like yeah. just like the kanib they didn't evolve to the point of where they were useful exactly and then when by the when the old ones gone the old ones were nurturing all these races yeah now the old ones leave you're kind of left to your own devices yeah And that's why, like, the Eldar had, like, the supremacy for so long. Because they evolved so much quicker than everyone else. Yeah. Okay. And now, uh, let's do the cork, just to get it out of the way.
2: Yeah. So, basically, like, the cork, or the... They're green-skinned. Yeah, they're green-skinned, bulky, muscular creatures. And what's the opposite of descendant? Ancestor. Yeah. They're the ancestors of the orcs. Yes. Um... Why they make that distinction? They I couldn't find the reason why they made a distinction between the korok and the orc. We'll find it. We'll find we're, we'll we try to find yeah. something because Maybe we I'll... are we are gonna do an episode specifically on orc. Yeah, which is gonna be episode three. We're gonna get into them.
1: Yeah. So we we'll, we'll say no more other than they were definitely seeded by the old ones, mm-hmm. and then at some point they have changed into the orc.
2: Yeah, maybe they sold their souls to some star gods,
1: they've got... Yeah, everyone's doing it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Why not? But
1: yeah, so we'll try to find that distinction and we'll bring that up. Okay. And then... uh Uh, I'm going to do a little one, I know Mark really wants to do this one race because he really likes it, but really quickly, uh, the old ones did seed humanity they came to earth and apparently they visited earth multiple times oh yeah now i recall reading that yeah. yeah yeah so they they came to earth they seeded us they created primates and they had no other plans for us at that point mm. so we didn't like we didn't evolve really until way later right? right so maybe if the old ones had still been around we would have evolved much sooner with their nurturing yeah. but we were kind of like the primates were left to their own devices then we evolve and then we become spacefaring way later. Yeah. So definitely seated by the old ones, but like all other good things in our life, abandoned by them. <laughs> you know oh, no. left it <laughs> our own devices. They just saw we became
0: we we're primates, and they didn't think that was very special. So. Well, they already had. Well, some, they already, had, yeah, that, some, they already <laughs> had some
1: primates, which is what Mark is really excited to get into. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, that that so that's like the assumed, well, not assumed, but it's like the given description of how we came to be. Okay. And then we have a way more history that we'll get into later. Yeah. But uh, let's do the last race that we're going to talk about that the old ones created. The Jeropko, Jarakeros. No, it's definitely Jokero. Jake. Jekadrooks. Yeah. (laughs) Jekadrooks. Really just... uh, just A J
2: and then an O and whatever you feel like tossing on the end of it, as long as there's a K somewhere in there. If you
1: make a monkey sound, people will know what you're talking
2: about. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, basically, they're they're space orangutans, and uh, they're very good with technology. Um, (laughs) Like, they're, they're the MacGyver of the universe. You give them a paperclip and a an eraser, and they're, they're making a weapon. So um, they're, they're really good at making uh, miniaturized versions of things, too, and even to the point where the Imperium has realized, you know what, let, we'll just keep these guys around because uh, they're not super numerous or super warlike. These Draco, they uh, just kind of do their own thing. They just kind of tinker around mm-hmm. in their garage all day just making weird things. And then they forget about it, and then they make their next new toy, and they just kind of do that. Um, but yeah, the Imperium keeps them around, and uh, the big thing that they do is make the Imperiums digital weapons, which are, you know, like you got a finger ring, Heresy. you got a you got a ring that has a Heresy. las cannon built into it. Like, yeah. So uh, they're 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 something special.
1: Yeah, they're they're. Techno savants. Yeah. They're exactly. People I'm doing some really, So when
2: you compare like humanity Like we are smarter their, than
1: them. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason every time they touch tech, it just makes something amazing. Yeah. I wonder if it maybe could even be like they had some
2: they have like psychic potential to do it or something. Like they just uh are able to
1: act I don't, access like nothing the psychic
2: collective and it, Yeah, no, this is all all hypothetical,
1: like yeah, they uh there is definitely they don't do the warp 100%. They don't touch the warp, but they seem to be able to draw energy from the material universe, which is similar huh. to what the the Satan would do. Okay. Yeah. But they they definitely have an understanding of our universe yeah, yeah. that transcends us.
2: I I was more thinking like they just like subconsciously tap into like the psychic intelligence of the mm. universe to be able to make like anything they want. Like they have like this... Don't go orc on me. No, no, that's completely different. <laughs> no, no, like, they, they... They want to make a laser beam, so, like, subconsciously, like, they tap into, like, a race that knows how to make a laser beam, and then they make a laser beam, and they kind of... Okay. Like, are unaware that they're doing it,
1: even. that That's all just... Uh... Speculation, though. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. So, the spaceships of the Jokero. Yeah. Um... They are open-structured, framed lattices. <laughs> like, they're, they're, it doesn't make any sense.
2: I, well, it's better than just having, like, a... No, you need um, a hull. Like, There's a, sp- like a spaceship? Yeah, they're spaceships. Oh. They travel through space, and they're open-framed. <laughs> just imagine, though, if their spaceships look like a barrel, and it's just like a, <laughs> Monkeys in a, a barrel. Yeah, a barrel of monkeys <laughs> or whatever. So what, do they
0: just wear spacesuits when they're... It, like... In the not space?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like, their technology, I, I'm assuming force fields. Maybe, yeah. Uh, right? Like, there's yeah. like a, a shield around it. But really, like, it, it's described as polyhedron shapes, unlike any other transport. <laughs> um, so, an interesting is that the structure is vital to the, zi- the design as it draws upon those uh, galactic power currents that the Jokero are aware of hmm. and channel it in a similar manner as force weapons do. Oh, interesting. So, uh, force weapons, their shape matters. Depending on the shape determines, like, the output of the energy. Hmm. So, apparently, the the Jokero ships do the same thing. Depending on the shape of the ship uh, determines what the energy it draws off will do. Neat. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It does offer, like, uh, an easier explanation of why they're so good on tech, because it's all just shape-based. Yeah. So, uh, I was reading an interesting thing is that if you could control the Jokero... Yeah. ...you would be amazing... Yeah, yeah. But the Jokera only do things uh, in their instant need. They, yeah, yeah. They don't have, like, a long-term view of things, and yeah. it's difficult to communicate with them. So what They it says, need a food dispenser, that's what they're going to make. You right, want exactly. them to make their a weapon,
2: they're not going to make it. They right. want their food. They, they exactly. want their banana dispenser so, first. So a
1: funny thing it says is that, like, if you capture one... Wait, they're one, a miniature banana dispenser. Right, of course. <laughs> a million miniature banana dispensers. <laughs> but it says if you capture one and try and make it create something, the only thing it's going to create is an escape route <laughs> so like it'll, yeah. like it'll create a way to get out not necessarily what you wanted so i thought that was very yeah yeah kind of interesting they're, they're yeah.
2: definitely a, a funny race yeah, for sure like, very the,
1: the crazy thing is there's they lack like any kind of vision <laughs> any ambition yeah any ambition <laughs> but they're so amazing <laughs>
2: Why do you think they made their spaceships though? They're like, I don't like. In what need? <laughs> Someone's just like, I gotta get off
1: this planet. So he just builds a spaceship, an open face spaceship. <laughs> There's no. Anyway, apparently he didn't need walls. He just no. They, they are cool though.
2: Yeah, um, and they they're one of the major minor races. Like they actually have
1: a miniature and uh, yeah. yeah. Like as soon as as soon as a race achieves uh, space travel. Now they can play on the grand scale. Yeah. Right. Like if you're a race that's stuck to a planet, you're kind of left. Like you're not a threat to anyone. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You can be a potential threat, but the Imperium is a little more worried with. Uh, yeah. Little s- closer space. Threats. space Spacefaring
2: yeah. races for sure.
1: Yeah. And then uh, yeah, so that's all I, I think that's it. I think that's the majority of the young races. Enslavers? Oh, do we yes, want to talk about them? Yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> Um, the enslavers actually had a huge part to play in the downfall of the old ones.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, do you want to hit it off, Marcus? Um, to be honest, I don't know much about them. I just kind of know the overtone of them. Okay. Uh, so, when all the young races are being birthed and they're evolving, this is when the psychic presence of everything is growing. And we're saying, if you remember... That when you have a psychic connection to the warp, you do something. You feed the warp. Yeah. So before, primarily, it's just the old ones who were wise, sage. They had their magic down to a science, so they can make as little impact as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Now you see it with all these races that all have very strong flame emotions.
2: Yeah, right? and they're young too, and don't know hot how to con- headed. Yeah.
1: Right. Not like the what's considered the cold blooded wisdom. Of the old ones. I, yeah. I really think that's, a, like, a big distinction point between them. Yeah, yeah, actually. Is okay. that, like, the old ones were wise, and they, like, they took things slowly. Yeah. Right? Whereas the Eldar. <laughs> yeah. Like, like. Yeah, yeah. They just dive from The jokero, right? They just yeah. t- do what they need. It's the instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get all these races. The warp starts entering its throws. Right? It starts becoming more unpredictable. The the waves get choppier. Yeah. It's more difficult to navigate. The only feasible transportation becomes webways.
0: Hmm.
1: Enter warp life, right? At this point, uh, the emotions start to coalesce within the warp, and this is where the warp starts to really burn with chaos, hmm. right? Like this is where the birthing starts to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the enslavers are like these large gosh how do you describe uh, i always pictured them almost as like uh, jellyfish oh yeah no that's a good analogy yeah um a jellyfish with a more like oblong shaped head it's got eyes but it definitely has like tentacles that yeah. come out of the bottom and their whole purpose is um well let me guess all right go to for it. enslave
0: <laughs> he's right <laughs>
1: what a guess so they entered in through rifts in the galaxy, so the, um, like the young races, they're putting so much turmoil in the warp that it starts to create rifts, and the enslavers start to pour through. Hmm. Now enslavers, um, do Okay, so they use mental powers to dominate the minds of psychers. Hmm. So uh, especially now, like they are untrained these psychers, right? Yeah, like yeah. The old ones have seeded, and then they're too busy fighting their war. They, yeah, they can't. They can't take everyone under their wing like they did the eldar yeah so the enslavers they go to uh, all these psychic races they feed on them they suck their their husks dry or whatever they they grow in power Uh, but one of the greatest things the enslavers did is anything warp is attracted to psychic energy okay right yeah a demon is attracted to a psyker yep so enslavers number one prize old ones Okay. So, actually, a big part of the fall of the Old Ones is that they're fighting on two fronts. Against the Satan and the Enslavers. Exactly. So yeah. The Enslavers, and as soon as they catch an Old One and feed onto it, and, like, they, because uh, they dominate them. Yeah. So, if an Enslaver dominates an Old One, an Old One, who has mastery of the warp, forces that Old One to open at a rift, Ooh, which allows yes. more Enslavers to come ah. through. So, that was what was considered the Enslaver Plague. Yeah, yeah. Um, now... I, I'm pretty sure they're not all gone. because no, they, no, they they're exist, still around, yeah. But they were, uh, that, and it's another reason that the Necron all left. To get
2: away from the Enslavers. Yeah,
1: because they're like, well, let the Enslavers and the Eldar duke it out. Yeah, yeah, and so, then whoever wins would we'll deal with. Right, which yeah. ha- has been the Eldar. Yeah, Because the Enslavers, they, they haven't been destroyed, but they are very much reduced yeah. in their potency and power. And a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that Chaos Powers came into play.
2: Yeah, actually, yeah because right. then they're no longer the big players in the warp then. right yeah okay
1: yeah. so but they are like they were probably the original bad of the warp yeah I, right? could, I could get behind that yeah like uh, before that rage coalesced into corn, mm-hmm. before death coalesced into Nurgle there were the enslavers and the enslavers were just yeah. pockets of feeling that mm-hmm. manifested in these forms uh, it does say they have like a, a they have a weird life cycle uh, and I thought it was kind of cool. They possess physical bodies, but they appear to exist in the warp space for part of their life cycle. Huh. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like they, it's it, almost, it's 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 almost like, like they found a way to exist in both.
2: Yeah, it's not like a demon where they're in the warp, they get summoned to the materium for a and while. And then they're limited. Then they're limited. It's like they're born in the warp, then they move to the interior.
1: The Immaterium. The Materium. materium. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're born in the warp, they come here, but they have no trouble existing here, yeah. like a demon does. Yeah. Like, it's hard, like, a demon has to, like, focus its energy to stay here. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. They, um, what, another thing that makes them so dangerous is because they're from the warp, they can enter it. Okay. So, um, one of the reasons the old ones were so difficult to fight is because they could be anywhere at once. So can the Enslavers. So can the Enslavers. Yeah. Right? Because, and, and... They're not in danger yeah from the warp. And, yeah, yeah. Right? They, they're from it. Yeah. So mm. they um I, I think it's an interesting race. Uh if ever they grow in potency again, it like would be a massive detriment to like the, the psychic races. Yeah. So like humanity and Eldar. Yeah. Like, that would be a pretty big threat to them. But they're more pushed off to the side.
2: Okay, now hear me out. Yeah. Okay, so if the enslavers come in, you know what we need to do? Just so put a bunch of blanks. Put a bunch of blanks every <laughs> 50 feet. <laughs> ah! Um, yeah. yeah. Enjoy. I mean, I'm glad you knew I was you're, going with you're that. Not wrong.
1: If it, it, like, they're. Uh, I don't think they're a big threat, really. No, not even. They yeah. they were way back when. I think the Eldar pretty much took care of them.
2: Yeah, and even like you said, when other Chaos Guards started taking place, like
1: they start taking all that extra emotion. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they become really much just like a side player in the warp, just like the the furries and everything. Furries. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure they're called furries. <laughs> <laughs> No, yes. <laughs> furies, furies. Yeah. Or do you just want them to be called furries? I just think all fury, furries should exist in the warp. <laughs> if anywhere. Oh, boy. There's probably a bunch, actually. Um, Is that a picture of one, too, right there? Yeah. Well, that's one of them. The, the better picture of the yeah. slavers right there. Uh,
2: for any of you wondering, we get a lot of our information from Let's A Canon. Pretty much all of it. Um, pretty much all of it. Or... Or, you know, like we've been doing it so long, we've read codexes and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the easiest place if you're looking to learn more about any of these races that we've mentioned or just kind of fact check, fact check us is Let's Academy.
1: Yeah. Well. I think that's it. I think that concludes today's topic. Thanks for listening to A Beginner's Guide to 40K don't forget we've got our email at abG40k at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us your questions. Love to answer them because we have no life. <laughs>
2: uh, and you might get a snarky response if you uh, <laughs> if you get me if you get him. <laughs>
1: and uh, yeah I guess we'll see you next episode guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Peace. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We love hearing your questions and comments, which you can leave at our Facebook page at Lorehammer or on our Twitter handle at Lorehammer40K. You can also email us at lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. See you next episode.